0: Hello and Happy New Year. This is Polly Campbell and you're listening to the Simply Said Podcast and we are launching into 2021 with four special programs, all created, all designed with you in mind to help you launch your best life in 2021. Ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. I'm Polly. Thanks for joining me today on the last week of our New Year, New You episodes. We've been talking about ways to recharge, to really ramp up and move into the new year. Lots of changes taking place in the world, you know, challenges and exciting things moving in the right direction. And I think. These set points in time, whether it's the beginning of the, the new year, sometimes I do it at the beginning of my daughter's school year, or uh, a seasonal start, is a good time to step back and take an inventory about where you are, what aligns in your life with where you want to go. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We've talked about ways to recharge with our mindset and our fitness. And today it's really about how to align our behaviors and our activities and our decisions with the things we care about. It's about doing more of what matters to us and creating more meaning in our lives. When we do that, we are engaged in the world in a different way and we are energized by that. And I think that's a really essential part of recharging. We've all had jobs where we didn't wanna get up and go in the morning or school classes or chores around the house we've had to do, right? Doing those things all the time is not inspiring and it's not energizing. Sure, we have tasks we got to take on every day that we might not enjoy, but we need to fill in some of the rest of our time with things that create that meaning and that will enthuse us and energize us going ahead. And I think too, there are ways we can swing our mindset around so that these so-called things we see as chores become actually something that add meaning to our life. We view them differently and see that they are really the infrastructure that allows us to do the things we love so that 's what we 're going to be talking about today. values alignment, taking inventory, understanding where we are and where we want to go. There are no wrong answers here, right? This is just about becoming aware. So often I meet people and they say, well, I I want a better job or I want deeper connection or improved relationship. And yet they're not taking on the activities or behaviors that will create those things for them. They're not living in alignment with their values, and there's no right or wrong value. That's up to you. I'm not here to tell you how to do that, right? In fact, I think you'll be surprised about how some of my values have changed over the year. but it's about living close to the things we care about and using the energy that comes from that to create more of the good stuff in our lives. You know, several years ago, I stepped back and did all this too. It took me a while to get to this point. (laughs) I'm giving you the Cliff Notes version. You can read all about it in my new book, You Recharge, which is coming out March 16th. Pre-order now, wherever books are sold, go to your favorite indie bookstore or get online, wherever you shop for books. Because I go into greater detail in the book about how I arrived at this place where I needed to really sit back and say, okay, What am I doing? What do I want to be doing? What feels good to me right now? And um, that is the basis for the book you recharged. Because if we're going to build energy into our life, if we're going to stop feeling tired all the time, we actually need to plug some of the holes of the energy drains. And when we are out of alignment, when we are living separate from our values, no matter what they are, that's an energy drain. That doesn't feel good. So today we're going to back her up and take an inventory of what's playing out in our lives. What are the patterns and values that we care about, that we cherish, that we use to support the rest of our lives? And then take a look at the behaviors and the work and the activities and the relationships. Do those things support the things you care about? Do those things support your values, okay? So how do we start thinking about this? I think, first of all, back her up and figure out what you care about. You know, years ago, I would have told you that uh, family was my number one value on the list. And then I had a series of things happen here. My arthritis became a little more difficult to manage. I was diagnosed with uh, melanoma. And real quick-like, I recognized that if I didn't manage and nurture and nourish my body in a different way. I wasn't gonna be around long enough to really cherish my family. So I needed to back up. I started eating differently. That gave me better energy, helped me lose weight that was better for my joints. I started thinking about what my body needed in terms of sleep, in terms of movement, and those kind of things. So there's no wrong answer here. I think it's easy to say, well, people first. but But there are times that I've changed that around and did my health first, took care of my body first, because I knew without that, I had no vehicle to get around to be with the people that I loved. So figure out what you care about. This is an act of discovery. You don't have to tell anyone what it is. And it's not always a comfortable thing to do, right? I I felt bad for a minute when I realized that uh, my family was no longer number 1 on the list but I'd never been sick like that before so when I'm giving my time to my family and my work all the time and none of it to my health and well-being when I'm doing family stuff all the time and I'm never having a moment of quiet where I'm I'm not taking time to exercise then I am not very good at exercising my value of family, which is still on the list, right? I didn't have much left over. It's the same with work. If I'm giving all to work or none to work, that doesn't support my other value of being creative. For me, creativity is a value. But when I really stepped back and took a look at what my family needed from me, I'd outgrown the value the way I understood it, right? We can do this. We update and change and develop as people our entire lives. So it's important then that we step back and see if the values that we've been living close to still matter to us. Are they still relevant? And can we behave on them? Can we act on them in the same way? You know, my values about family and the way I wanted to parent my daughter have changed a whole lot since she was three, and now she's 14. What she needs in our relationship, what she can give and get from me, is completely different than when she was a toddler, right? So I needed to update that value. What does my value of family look like now? How does that play out? When I'm behaving in alignment with my value of family, what does that look like? When I'm behaving in my alignment with physical health, and mental health. What does that look like? We often shift and grow in our entire lives. I hope, right? That's the interesting part of living. And yet we don't usually step back and update and improve and develop our values that need to change too. My value of health and good nutrition wasn't even on the board. 30 years ago, I'm telling you what, right? Either was my value of of parenting and the kind of mother I wanted to be or my relationships in my marriage or with my parents. I was at a different place. Work was a number one value for a long time. It's still in my top five because my work fulfills other needs for creativity, responsibility to my family, to earn an income, and those other things. It supports my other values aside from the work itself. So take a minute and look at the patterns in your life. Often they reveal what we care about most. And write down your top five values. They could all be number one too, right? They come and go. There are certain times I'm not as focused on my health as I am my family, because my family has different needs in that time. So what is in that cloud that center spot of your top five values. Write down your top five. And now, take a minute and look at your behavior patterns. If you value family in that top five cluster of important values, and yet you never see them because you're working eight hours a week, what does that tell you about how you're in sync or out of sync, how you're in alignment with your values? Now, perhaps work is a higher value than your family right now. It's okay to admit that to yourself. I'm not judging here. This isn't about right answers. This is about awareness so that you can plug the energy drains in your life and go all in to the things you care about. And that'll give you more energy for everything else that helps you create the life you want, right? Okay? So For years, one of my top values hovered around work and career development. I wanted to build a writing business and make enough money to support myself and I was passionate about it and I was young and single and self-reliant. Fast forward a billion years later and that need from work has fallen down the list. I still value my career. I still love my work. I still need to make a paycheck. But what matters more to me now is the creative expression of that work and the positive contribution. I don't want to just do writing for writing's sake, although writing is extremely important to me. I want to do meaningful work and I want to do meaningful work that makes an income. I value that, right? So I'm going to choose behaviors and patterns that allow me to do that. They get me closer to that value. That means I get up and I go to work at the same time every day in a set office now with remote schooling and so forth sometimes that routine sometimes i take a sick day or i take extra time off so i can also support my value of family it's important to know which behaviors go where and it's okay to be fluid and dynamic in our expression right? Life is fluid and dynamic and expansive. We must shift our behaviors and our activities and our patterns to support all of the things we care about. That's why I write down three or five. We can't care about everything right now, but we can always go back in and take this inventory and change and grow and adapt our values or change and adapt our behaviors to support our values better, okay? So you have this list of things you care about. Now, I want you to take a minute and write down some of the activities of your day. I ride an exercise bike. I take the dog out. I work on writing projects and I do marketing for those writing projects. The book you recharged, I'm not in the writing phase of that right now. I'm in, in the phase where I want to reach out to the, the people and, and get this book to them and, and tell them about the work so that's a different part of my job right now it doesn't necessarily satisfy the creative need but it satisfies the relationship need right to connect with others to contribute so that's one way to get at that value take a look at the things you value and then on a list right next to it write down the majority of main activities that you do every day I cook dinner for my family Right now, I used to see cooking dinner for my family as a major chore, and there are plenty of times I still do. I'm tired of cooking. But when I really get down to brass tacks, it's also a decision I make because it's a way to nourish my family. It's a way to get close to that family value. When I'm making dinner, usually everybody's out in the kitchen wandering around or arguing or talking about the newest show or a book they're reading or a school day or a work day and it's a way to connect to the people that I live with. So do I always love it? No. But when I remind myself that me cooking dinner for my family is a way to nurture that family value, I feel a whole lot better, okay? You see how this works? Simply start today. On one side of your page, Write down your top values, the top three or five values. You can define them however you want. Drop a few words down to indicate what they represent. Nothing more than five, right? Mine include family and friends, physical and mental wellness, which for me, wellness means strength and energy enough to do the things I want to do. It, it doesn't mean I'm a triathlete or a bodybuilder or anything in really great shape. It just means I have the physical energy and health to do what I want to do. Another value is creativity, and by that I mean exploration. And uh, another value is freedom. And the way I see freedom in my life is, you know, determining how I use my time, being able to choose how I spend my time. And then I have positive contribution in there. I want to make a positive difference in the world. In my family's life and my friend's life, I want to leave something a little better. Those are my values. Then on the right side of the page, simply start by making a list of the things you do on a regular day. I make breakfast for my daughter. I connect with sources for my podcast. I I stretch or I exercise. I do some writing. I do some reading. I sit down with my family for dinner. I do the dishes and so on. Now match up the two. So it might be easier to go from the behavior to the value that it supports, this is easier for me. So I will draw a line from the behavior um, I write each day. So that behavior would go to my value of career and creativity on the left, right? On the days when I spend time with my daughter, that behavior supports my value of family, right? So I connect these two. Look for the link between the value and the behavior, between the behavior and the value. Because when we live in alignment with our values, when we behave in a way that supports them, we are recharged. We feel excited. We feel more engaged in our life. And even on the hardest days, we feel better, Because we know we focused on the things that matter. Now, there are plenty of days with my teen daughter when we've had conflict or ups and downs or mood changes or whatever it is. But me working through those things with her or being present to those things, not fun, don't love it, but it supports my value of family. And when I'm remembering that even on the worst days, I'm doing what I came to do, and I feel better. I feel more positive. I feel more energetic. I feel like I can keep going forward. It's only when I'm really off kilter, when I'm doing a lot of the things that don't matter to me, when I get caught up in the should-dos. I should be doing this because it's what's expected, or I should be doing this because it's appropriate. Then my life feels tiring, boring, dull. It doesn't feel invigorating and that is when I want to go to bed early and crawl in and and just fall well truth be told I want to go to bed early every night and crawl in in my pajamas and read my book <laughs> but it's the days when I'm out of sorts when I feel unsettled and out of sorts that I recognize I haven't lived close to the things that I say matter to me okay So simply start by matching up your behaviors to your values, your values to your behaviors. And look at ways then you can feed more of them in. You might need to adapt your behaviors. You might need to cut out of work early. Once in a while, or you need to m- maybe need to get up early Saturday morning and, and get to the dust, the writing dust, so it doesn't cut into your family time, but you feel great that you've contributed something, that you've created something. Check in with yourself. Also look at the values. Do they fit? Do Are you behaving in a way that you enjoy? Are you doing things you like or that are meaningful to you or feel uh, dynamic and interesting, but they don't fit your values? Maybe it's time for a values adjustment right that's a good way to know slip in the activities and the jobs and the classes and the organizations and the friendships that align with the things you care about or adapt the values to the behaviors and one thing that this does is it makes it a lot easier to make a decision right because all we have to do and and all i mean we make 35,000 decisions a day what to wear what to eat although during During the pandemic, I got to say what to wear. Very, very easy for me. Sweats, t-shirt. Good. Good to go. I love that. I might keep that going. We make thousands of decisions a day from the very small to the very large. And that waits on us. That's a tough thing. That wears us out. So one way to get around this when you know what you value, then... Somebody invites you out, or you have a new work project you are thinking about taking on, or even a book to read, or a parenting decision to make, or a financial decision to make. Then all you have to do is look at this. Okay, I have a hundred bucks and I want to buy this thing. Does this thing fit in alignment with my family value, or my health value, or my money value? Whatever it is, does buying this thing align with? my larger value. And if it doesn't, it's a no. Easy peasy. You don't have to think about it. Because even though you may miss that activity or that object, you will feel easier and more energized when you remain consistent with the things you say matter. That's why it's important to know. That's why we need to step back and do an inventory. What do we care about? Why do we care about it? One sentence, one word, however you want to do it, but define it for yourself so that you know. And it can be anything. Maybe you care about money. Maybe that's your number one value. Maybe you care about traveling, okay? So it's important to look at those things now because those things may have shifted this last year. They're always shifting, if we're truly honest in our lives, right? They're always shifting. Identify what you value, and look then to make sure your behaviors now are supporting that value or that your values are supporting the behaviors you enjoy. And then it makes the rest of your life interesting and fun and energizing. You know, I did this a couple of years ago when I looked at my career. I did it in all sorts of ways, but I looked at my career and I, I had this dream job, right? I, I'm a writer, a full-time writer. It's something I always wanted to do and I, I'm self-employed. So I had this dream job and I I didn't love it, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong. Well, what I was doing was not creating the kinds of things that had meaning to me. I wanted to create relationships with people. I wanted to inspire people. I wanted to uh, become a better writer. That meant I had to move outside my box a little, and I wanted to bring something to the world that might have value to people, that might make them feel better. I I didn't want to just tell them what they already knew. I wanted to encourage them and inspire them and myself at the same time. I do a lot of that through my writing. I write about what I'm learning, right? What I need to know. When I switched and moved away from my value and looking at my career as only a source of income, I started writing and creating the projects that inspired me, that created that sense of uh, energy and vitality, that I had been lacking before. I became more creative. And guess what? I still met my value of family by creating the income my family needed, right? I didn't drop that. I just changed the way I behaved in alignment with my values, right? Is this making sense? I get into it much more and you recharged. And you can buy that at any bookstore pre-order now. You can find out more about the book and this work on my website at www.pollycampbell.com, Join the newsletter there. I talk about this stuff from time to time in that. Um, and and you can also link to the other podcasts there. And you can also connect with me on Facebook at Polly Campbell Author or on Twitter at PL Campbell. And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment where I share something I'm doing, a book I read that has moved me or a practice I'm using, something that I love, something that is simply nifty. And today... I love fairy lights. Have you seen these? I mean they're they come on a, a little silver wire or sometimes a, a loose weave like little Christmas lights and they're usually a light glow, like a white glow or a cream-colored glow. And I'll tell you what, in the middle of the winter here in the northern hemisphere, I love my fairy lights. I get up in the morning, I have them in a vase. Um I have a few sets now and I turn them on. They come with a remote and It reminds me to bring the light. And it's one thing that has really been a symbol of one of my values of contribution to just enjoy and light things up, to be dynamic and energetic, to appreciate that in other people, that enthusiasm, and also to create that for myself. So Simply Nifty, I think fairy lights are just cheery, especially this time of year get yourself some fairy lights. You can get them at the drug stores. You can get them online. There's all prices. Um, mine, I think, costs about seven ninety nine or something. It's just a little string, but I think it's simply nifty because it's a very physical, figurative reminder to bring the light, and they make me feel good. I think that's what this stuff is all about. It's not changing out who you are. It's moving closer to who you are. And when we do that, when we live in alignment with our values, life becomes easier. It becomes more dynamic. It becomes happier for me because I'm not pulling against should do and the expectations and what I think I should but don't really wanna do. I'm stepping into all that I am to live in accordance with my values and to behave in a way that supports those. And that empowers me. That makes me feel good more creative, more alive, more energized. And that is one way to recharge this year. So give it a go. Let me know how the matchup game goes for you. The Simply Start. Let me know if you were able to adapt and change your values or behaviors to support one another. You can tweet me or reach out on my email or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. I think when we step into our lives in a deliberate and dynamic way to live close to the things that matter to us, we will all live well, do good, and be happy. Thanks for listening. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with ElectroCast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson We're the founders of ElectroCast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join ElectroCast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to electrocast.com and join our community today. Electrocast. Transform your influence. Electrocast. Hey there, I'm DC. I host The Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interview. Electric Ass.